0: We have recently renamed Everyday Design Podcast into Designing Happiness. So we're reissuing our previous favourite Everyday Design episodes under the new name, Designing Happiness. And please subscribe and follow for a new Designing Happiness series, which will be issued in September 2021. Welcome to Designing Happiness, the podcast to empower and educate homeowners on how to best deliver your extension or renovation project to make sure the end result is perfect for your lifestyle, personality and taste. I'm Abigail Hall, a technical design expert and consultant to the construction industry. For almost 15 years, I've been delivering very high-end and complex renovation and restoration projects with some pretty chunky budgets to go with it. But at the same time i've also undertaken a few projects of my own with really very small budgets so i want to share with you my knowledge my contacts and a few of the lessons i've learned along the way each week we're going to talk to a different expert from the construction industry and construction professionals about their field of expertise to learn the technical jargon the easy mistakes to avoid the need to's the nice to's And how to get the finish you want on your budget this is a starter summary podcast for the five stages of delivering a project now there are technical stages for delivering projects where if you talk to your professional team your architects and your structural engineers they may talk about reba stages but on this podcast we like to keep it nice and simple so if anyone's using any complicated phrases or terms that you don't understand just say nope Talk to me in terms I understand. The five stages are research it, design it, buy it, build it, test it. All I'm going to go through now is just at the end of each stage what you should have in place to make sure that later you don't get caught out. Stage one, research it. This is my absolute favourite stage. It's where I go absolutely wild imagining everything that I could possibly want. The big mistake people make in this stage is they get a bit overexcited about all the details and the finishes and they forget the problem that they're actually trying to solve. So always remind yourself, why is it that you're undertaking some renovations or some extensions on your home? Is it because you need another bedroom? Is it because the space isn't large enough for you? Is it because it just doesn't flow and work for you? keep that in the forefront of your mind otherwise it's very easy to go down a rabbit hole and have specified 84 different kinds of floor and wall finishes and actually not thought about the layout of the space and what you want whether you want it to be light and bright or actually to have just an absolute ton of storage because that's what you need. At the end of the research stage I would recommend that you have in one central location pictures, snippings, cutouts, articles, photos, whatever it is that really tells the story of what you want in one place. I love Pinterest. I absolutely, my God, look at my Pinterest page. I've got about two and a half thousand posts on there because every time I see something that I like, I think, oh, that'll work for me. I just drop it in there, whether it's while I'm on a commute to work or I'm actually spending time researching for my project. It's really important because I can keep all of that in one place. Then at the next stage, When I come to talk to some of the industry professionals, I can talk them through why that's important. That helps them with their consultation. So end of the research stage. You've got a lovely big pack of info of what you want. Stage number two is design it. Now, this normally is where you get other professionals involved because you need someone to help you develop a bit of a cost plan, a programme of works. That's actually what's going to be bought and built in what order you need to actually have the design for the changes you're going to make to your property you maybe need to submit those for local authority permissions you'll need plans for lighting electrics so people know how much to buy so at the end of this stage what i'd be expecting to see is for you to have a series of plans their drawings a specification that's going to cover off what you're going to buy including the quality of what you're buying that's really important timber floor is great that tells you what you want to buy but there are different grades of timbers and different finishes of it so try and make sure all of that detail is there a bit of a plan for any temporary works you're going to have if you're going to be having large construction works happening and this your builder can help you with this Are you going to have some hoarding around your house? That's all the the kind of timber or metal entrance to stop people just wandering in off the street onto your building site. Are you going to end up propping something temporarily? If you have neighbours living upstairs, you've got to show them that while you're doing works, you've got some temporary plans in place. What's a lead time on everything you've got? So have you planned everything that you want to buy in advance? And have you got every single measurement? of everything that you need. At the design stage, there's lots of technical measuring of quantity of floor area, quantity of wall areas, lengths of cables, lengths of pipes. So at the point that you're buying it, you don't have to go back and have a bit of a panic and go, oh, I haven't thought about that. If you do that, that's where costs start to increase, which is one thing we're always looking to avoid. The next stage, stage three, is buy it. Now. There's multiple ways that you can buy it. You can ask someone to buy it for you. If you've got a project manager or a contractor, you may give them the specification and your plans and your designs and just say, please buy this for me. Or you may want to buy it yourself. Perhaps that's because you enjoy the process of going out and buying it. Or maybe you've got some contacts and you would quite like actually to go and buy the kitchen yourself or to go and buy your your taps. Or perhaps your bathroom items, your sanitary wear yourself. If that's the case, that's great. It's completely up to you. Remember, this is your project. The one thing I would say in buying it is keep a 20 percent margin for error. The biggest mistake I always make is forgetting how much there is in costs for shipping and carriage. I'll deal with my costs. I'll work it out. £100,000. Yep, I can do the project for that. Oops, I forgot that everything needs to be delivered on top. And one little bit of advice here, if you are buying things yourself and you're buying anything that has a warranty or is in any way mechanical. So there I'm thinking about appliances, something that moves and that can fail. I highly recommend that you think about buying it on a credit card or on a loan. Not because I'm trying to encourage you to get into debt, because if anything goes wrong with that product, you're doubly protected. One, from the side of the person who's manufacturing it and who you have the warranty with. And second of all, with the credit provider. I've had instances of this. I bought a beautiful brand new oven and twice Um, The door, the glass in it shattered because there was a fundamental fault with the door. I ended up having to go back to the credit company who I bought the appliance with and they were the only people who were able to fix it for me. So just a little tip there at the buying stage. Fourth stage is build it now this normally is where you hand over control to your professional teams and your contractors so this is where you get to sit back and enjoy the process of it all changing it'll happen incredibly fast to begin with and then it will feel like it goes really slow that's completely normal just remind yourself of that designing stage when you got together your program of works just keep watching that and remember if it plans take eight weeks It's going to take eight weeks, even if two weeks in, you think it's going really quickly. And the final stage, and this is where you really get to get back on site and start playing with your new your new renovated home, is the test it stage. This is really important because ultimately you're going to live in this house. This isn't for the builder or the architect or the structural engineer to live in. It's your home. So if you find the door is a bit stiff to move. That's something that you can snag and you can tell your builder, can you please adjust that? If the handle doesn't work quite right, adjust that. If the hot water doesn't seem to be hot enough, let's talk about adjusting that. And at this snag it stage and the test it stage, we're going to talk a lot to uh, contractors about how the best way of communicating that is. So you don't live in a world of having red stickers throughout your house of all the problems that there is going on for six months. So five really easy stages. Research it, design it, buy it, build it, test it. Anyone can do these five stages. But there's loads and loads of people out there to help you. And this podcast is one of those. So please go on to iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast from look for other episodes and please rate and subscribe so you can get the next episode which might help you with that little bit that's going to make the difference between this project being on budget, over budget or on time or late. Looking forward to speaking to you next time. This has been Everyday Design.